Hi, true crime fans. You're tuning into Coffee, Murder, and Mystery, a true crime podcast where we discuss murder, mystery, and the supernatural. Don't forget to hit subscribe. I'm Melissa. I'm Jeff. This should be the last gut-wrenching child death episode that we do. We're going to try to do a few other things that aren't so gut-wrenching, but I do have to warn you, this is very gut-wrenching. So grab a cup of coffee and have a seat. Buckle up. This one is... This is yeah, this one's out there. It's a doozy. Have you ever heard of reactive attachment disorder? I hadn't. So here is some information according to the BetterHelp Therapy website. Reactive attachment disorder is an uncommon disorder that usually develops in children before the age of five. Reactive attachment disorder develops when a child fails to develop a bond with their caregiver. Examples of how this could occur would be the caregiver not feeding the child when they're giving cues that they are hungry, not interacting with the baby to the point of the baby's loneliness, neglecting a crying baby. This is apparently a very hard illness to treat and there are centers that specialize in this area. Today we are talking about an instance where two therapists used rebirthing try to treat 10-year-old Candace Newmaker for this illness. According to WebMD, rebirthing is not a standard practice. Many practitioners that specialize in reactive attachment therapy later after this case claimed that they have never heard of this procedure and do not utilize it in their office. So when, when we were preparing for this, I was kind of curious as to what the difference is between a therapist and a psychiatrist. And according to the definition, it's just a therapist is a licensed counselor um, that you can talk to for therapy and mental problems. A psychiatrist is actually a medical doctor. I just want to make it clear these are not medical doctors that are they are not. And although they were called therapists, they are not licensed as what Jeff has just looked into. Um, we did speak to my friend who is, has a PhD in psychology, and she said to be a low-level therapist, you should at least have a master's degree. That was her opinion. But it didn't really sound like it was an absolute requirement. Right. I think it probably differs by state. Right. The man who started rebirthing in the 70s was Leonard Orr. At that time, the term rebirthing was supposed to mean rejuvenation. It was meant to be about breathing in a circular way that wouldn't allow for breaks in the airflow. This would bring people to an emotional state, sometimes causing them to remember old memories. It said even their birth and bring them together through emotional connection. This sounds like some real hippie type shit to me. That's what my friend that is a you know she has her phd that's what she called it actually i mean i I picture people like in a tent like sweating profusely like trying to get in touch with their airflow feelings in the case of candace newmaker i feel that the term rebirth was used in a very different way than i just described to you candace newmaker was born candace tiara elmore born november 5th 1989 in north carolina Candace and her siblings were abused by their biological parents. Her parents did lose custody and she was put into the foster care system. At the age of six, she was adopted by a pediatric nurse, Jean Newmaker. 
A pediatric nurse was her adoptive mother. I just want everybody to remember that as we get deeper into this. It really, I feel, is significant here. The same year, which I feel is also very significant, that Janine adopted Candace, 1996, Candace was diagnosed with reactive attachment disorder. Janine took Candace to therapy, and after a few years of working on her condition, Candace only seemed worse. The psychologist that had been working with Candace referred her to Evergreen for attachment therapy in Colorado. The family paid around $7,000 for a two-week attachment therapy retreat. On the second week of the retreat, two therapists were ready to have Candace do a rebirthing procedure. From my understanding, this had only been done by them about five times prior, and it is also my understanding that they were not licensed therapists. So first of all, an actual doctor referred the mother and the child to this uh, retreat treatment. And then when I, when, I, when I hear that term, like the therapy, like the retreat, you know, Colorado, I think like bonding type exercises, like, you know, they make them do a trust fall. You know, or well, like, and I feel that if you really summarize what happened here, that's probably what it was marketed as. But when you see what actually happened, that's not what was happening. Like, no, it went pretty extreme pretty quick. It looks like, yeah. But I, I mean, I think of things like, you know, like I don't know if you ever had to go on like work bonding retreats or stuff like that. It was all pretty lame. But did you have to do? I that? have had to do. Oh my god. Stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's no fun. Yeah, I've never had to do that. And I'm not really a rah-rah type of guy, so... <laughs> Believe me, Jeff is not. He is not. Well, I, I mean, I feel like... Okay, so the rebirthing is supposed to be, like... It was an adoptive family. It's supposed <laughs> to be emotional, and the child is reborn, and exhibiting the joy that happens when the child is reborn. But not only did that not happen here, I feel like 10-year-old kids don't care about that it sounds like it's more for the mother to be honest that's how i feel i mean these adults i think have this notion that this is going to somehow be good for this kid and i just don't see that at all i mean bond with your child do things at home do crafts with them make them feel loved right love understanding trust Right. Have the moments when you're yelling and then bring them down and say, I'm sorry I yelled, you know, can we start over and, you know, bond with them, attach with them. This is just weird. And what you're about to hear, like, I don't even see if this goes successful, I don't even see how it would be helpful at all. No, not at all. It's just weird and unnecessary. Yeah. And obviously dangerous. And just so you know, if you have not read the transcript, we are going to read it for you in a few minutes. And so the way we're going to read this, um, so there's four people in the room, uh, the child, Candace, her mother, and the two therapists. Right. So me and Jeff are going to read it and he's going to read the therapists, both of the therapists. But I'm not going to differentiate who's saying what, because it doesn't really matter. It's, It's a therapist. It's a therapist speaking. And I'm going to read the mother and Candace's part. Got it. I'm going to I'm going to let you know when it's the mother speaking. I'm just going to say mother. Because she doesn't have a lot of lines. She doesn't. And we don't have a third person here. So I just want to be clear that there are actually six adults in the room. There are some therapeutic foster parents present. So it's two therapists, Candace's mother. Candace. Candace. 
and then a few other therapeutic foster parents whom I will note as it's being read, we'll just say therapeutic foster parents. Yeah, bear with us on this. It's, it's going to be a little difficult for two people to read what six people are doing. But I think we, it, should, it should be clear enough. Yeah, a few don't say much, so it should be pretty clear. So this is the transcript of what happened to Candace that day. And please be warned, like I said, I did cry a bit. It is hard to digest. Candace made you lie down on the navy blue flannel sheet and get into the fetal position. So imagine yourself as a teeny little baby inside your mother's womb and what it felt like. Warm. It felt tight because her stomach was all around you. At this point, Candace is bound in the sheet, uh, the ends twisted above her head and held by Ponder. Uh, she's covered by pillows and four adults begin pressing on her. What do you think you thought about when you were in there? I thought I was going to die. You thought you were going to die in there? Yeah. Mother. I'm so excited. I'm going to have a brand new baby. I hope it's a girl. I'm going to love her, to hold her, to tell her stories. I'm going to keep her very safe. Every day we'll be together and she'll be with me forever. Candace, do you believe what your mother is saying? Uh-huh. And how does that make you feel? Happy. If the baby doesn't decide to be born, she will die. When the baby decides to be born, it's a wonderful thing. So little baby, are you ready to be reborn? Uh-huh. Okay, come out head first. You have to push really hard with your feet. If you stay in there, you're going to die and your mommy's going to die. Who's sitting on me? I can't do it. I can't do it. And here Candace is starting to cry. My hands come out first? Sometimes it takes 18 hours to be born. Now Candace is screaming. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Whoever is pushing on my head, it's not helping. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. It's too dark under here. Please quit pushing on my head. I can't do it. Somebody's sitting on top of me. Somebody's on top of me. Where am I supposed to come out? Right here where my finger is? I can't do it, screams. I'm going to die. Do you want to be reborn or do you want to stay in there and die? Quit pushing on me, please. Quit squishing my legs. I'm going to die now. Do you want to die? No, but I'm about to. Please, please, I can't breathe. I can't do it anymore. Please quit pushing on me. I need some help. Help. Help me, please. Are you feeling the contractions, Mom? Mom, I am. Where am I to go? Right here? Right here? Am I supposed to go right here? Please, please. Candace is screaming. Okay, I'm dying. Okay, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm dying. I'm going to die. I want to die. Can you let me have some oxygen? Do you mean like you want me to die for real? Uh-huh. Die right now and go to heaven? Go ahead and die right now. For real, for real. Okay, I'm dead. It's not always easy to live. You have to be really strong to live a life, a human life. Candace has some very labored breathing. Get off. I'm sick. Get off. Where am I supposed to come out? Where? How can I get there? Just go ahead and die. It's easier. It takes a lot of courage to be born. You said you would give me oxygen. You got to fight for it. So fucking sick. Okay, I'm throwing up. I just threw up. I got to poop. I have to poop. Ugh, I'm going in my pants. Go ahead. Stay in there with the poop and vomit. Help! I can't breathe! I can't breathe! It's hot! I can't breathe! Mother, I'm so excited to have this baby. I'm waiting for you to love you and hold you. Scream, Candace. No! Mom, 
Baby, I love you already. I'll hold you and love you and keep you safe forever. Don't give up on your life before you have it. And then the therapist repositions himself above Candace's head on a pillow. Candace, no response. Then takes another pillow from Newmaker. She needs more pressure over here, so she can't, so she really needs to fight. Uh, it's getting pretty tight in here. Yep, less and less air all the time. Then the therapists reposition themselves again. She gets to be stuck in her own puke and poop. Uh-huh, it's her own life, quitter. No. And I just want to note that that is Candace's last word. Mama, you got this far, now it's up to you. Candace is used to making her life everybody else's problem. She's not used to living her own life. Quitter, 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 quit, quit, quit. She's a quitter. Uh, Watkins then leaves, Newmaker leaves. Uh, McDaniels, who's the foster parent, takes Watkins' place. Uh, Watkins returns. Uh, this baby doesn't want to live. She's a quitter. Uh, Watkins then tells McDaniels and Sinclair to take a break. Uh, Ponder and Watkins then discuss someone who is stressed, uh, chit-chat about their dream homes and a million-dollar property nearby that's being remodeled. Let's talk to the twerp. Uh, they unwrap Candace. Oh, there she is, sleeping in her vomit. It's my understanding that adoptive mother Jean had expressed her disappointment in Candace's inability to be reborn and was asked to leave the room so that she didn't pass her disappointment on, but she was able to watch from a monitor. When she saw them unwrap Candace, she was aware that she was not sleeping. She ran into the room and did start CPR and emergency services were called. The paramedics were called and they were able to get a pulse, but unfortunately, Candace was declared brain dead the next day because of the suffocation. And when we said the mother was watching from a monitor, that's because this whole thing was recorded. Yeah, I have not looked for the video. I don't I think wouldn't. it's out there. I think they showed it probably to the jury and then destroyed it. And I wouldn't want to see it. I mean, I, the transcript enough is just so horrifying. There, there are some, I did see some stills from it, but not the really? actual video. I mean, nothing, it's pretty grainy. But, uh, yeah, the actual video I don't believe is out there. And if it is, like you said, would you really want to even see it? Right. And I just want to note that Candace was unable to push herself out of these four adults holding her down with pillows. It was 600 pounds of adults. She is a 70-pound 10-year-old girl. Yeah, she didn't have a chance. I mean, what are you expecting to happen? Like, how is she even going to fight out of this to, I don't know, whatever you're actually trying to do? How's she even going to do it? Right. And I feel like, and from a pediatric nurse, I, I'm so shocked because I feel like anyone who's had a child, I'm sorry, is the first thing that you are taught in the hospital when you have a baby, do not suffocate the baby. <laughs> do not even put it on its stomach to sleep. Do not even put a blanket in there. A blanket can suffocate a baby. I mean, they really, they beat it into your brain. I just can't even believe that these adults thought it was okay to cover a child in pillows. If I go into my nine-year-old's room and I see that there is a pillow over his head or blankets over his head, I still remove them. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty twisted. It's, it's so twisted and so just, I don't know, just negligent. so backwards. Negligent is an excellent word to describe it. Just negligent. I mean people it's like people just have this impression that nothing bad can happen like oh i can do whatever i want and this child is not going to die and 
these are medical, supposed to be medical professionals. I mean, two were unlicensed, but her mother is a medical professional. And I feel like I see it a lot where people think that because somebody's a professional or because of an adult, you know, there's this whole social thing that we do where we teach children, oh, well, that's an adult. You must respect them. You have to respect other adults. Oh, another adult told you that. Well, you have to respect them. I actually, I'm sorry, I'm against the grain. I do not teach my kids that. There's no reason that they need to respect adults that are not an active part of their life. You know, Those I thought are the adults too that, that take you and do horrible things to you. I remember being younger, you know, maybe teenage, early teenage years, and looking at adults and thinking like, man, they just, they got it all figured out. You know, they know what's going on. They know what they're doing. They're, you know, responsible. And now, being 42, I'm just an old child. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, certainly not enough to, like, you know, do some sort of rebirthing thing for a 10-year-old. It's so messed up. Jeff's not very familiar with children, but he's very responsible. (laughs) (laughs) In my own right. So, Candace's mother stated that the reason she agreed to this practice was because the girl was so out of control, she actually started a fire in her own home, sexually assaulted two other children, and would go into fits of rage regularly. So she obviously needed something in her life. I don't think this, but the rebirthing was just going to solve all of it. Right. And this is this is true. She needed therapy. Um, and who's and- this psychiatrist that recommends this? He obviously had to know these dudes. I feel like he must not have been that aware. He must have just thought it was a specialist type facility. You know, and that's another thing too. That's another thing to kind of tail off what you said about just because someone's an adult. Also, just because someone's a doctor. Right. You know what they called the guy who finished last in medical school? Doctor. Right. (laughs) Okay. He's still a doctor. Right. And just because, like, so get a second opinion, people. Right. I mean, and people always say, oh, don't Google things. I'll tell you what, I Google everything that my doctor tells me about my kids. I am very opinionated. I form my own opinion on everything and I would never, I just, I imagine myself in this situation and I feel like I have stopped much lesser situations from happening with my children. I feel like my, my 18 year old daughter would vouch for this. And I feel like we've done a few cases here where therapists are just crossing the line and going beyond their oath and just not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And this being said, we're not against therapy or therapists whatsoever. No, there, but... there is evil people everywhere, right? <laughs> right. I mean, my one of my really my best friends is she has her PhD in psychology, and when I told her about this case, her response was, "This is the kind of crap that makes people not trust therapists. Yeah. This is what gives them a bad name." And people that need to get treatment don't seek treatment because of this because of these quacks she literally called them quacks it's very quackery it is and i just feel like you so your child your child has problems lots of children had problems i've had three children one of them was very problematic unfortunately he's still kind of very problematic i'm hoping um in in his early 20s you know things will start going a little bit better for him and but I never would have let anyone cover him with pillows and sit on him ever. You know, I mean... Yeah, there are so many horrible decisions that happened in this just awful event. 
Oh, because you by know, all kinds of unlicensed adults. therapists, this is acceptable. And no one was the voice of reason here. Everyone is culpable, in and my opinion. To hear the the transcript and her mother saying, "Oh, my little girl, and I'm gonna protect her," and she did not. That's she's, the part as she's failing to protect her. That's the part that really makes me feel like this was more for the mother than the child. Right. Yeah, she has her own problems, but I think this specific treatment was for the... I mean, who knows why she was an adoptive parent? Maybe she couldn't have kids or had trouble, you know, conceiving or whatever it was. So she probably has some mental issues over that herself. Right. And and I feel just so horrible for Candace to just have to hear that as she's telling them. She's a being vocal. I'm going to die. I can't breathe. And nobody's listening. Nobody is listening. All these adults that are supposed to be protecting her and not a single one of them listened. Yeah, and we, we talked about it earlier in uh, preparation for this, but the whole thing kind of reminded me of uh, of the more recent George Floyd right. thing where someone's actually telling you they can't breathe. I don't think anyone makes that up. Right. You know, no matter what the circumstances are. Even if they are, are making it up, back, back off <laughs> right. and give them space. You know, I mean... There's other ways to handle things. Make sure people are able to breathe. So both therapists were given life sentences. Watkins maintained her innocence and stated her her therapy helps people. Does that matter? I don't think it matters. It, it Here it killed somebody. I don't think it matters. I mean, I can help somebody a million times, but if I go hit them with my car <laughs> yeah, I'm still the, killing them look at all the good I did I mean don't worry about this one thing right psychiatrist Christopher Barton watched the video and testified for the prosecution that in his opinion holding down children yelling at them calling them names is not therapy it's child abuse amen yep the parents both pleaded guilty and received 10 years probation the mother's still able to keep her pediatric nursing license. What the fuck? Now, I do have a small amount of sympathy for the mother deep down in there. They pleaded guilty. I'm assuming they they knew that they did wrong. I'm I'm hoping they wanted to take responsibility, but I feel like punishment is still appropriate. And I just don't feel like it was that. I feel 10 years probation. I feel like some jail time should have been in order here. That's it's just my opinion. And I don't see it in our show notes here, but uh, I remember, I think on the transcript site maybe, they were talking about how when they showed the video to the jury in the case, that uh, the jury was actually crying. I mean, how could you not? Yeah, right. Well, that concludes what we have for you today on Candace Newmaker and... Some laws, actually, I, I should I should mention this as well. Some laws were put into place to actually prevent this from happening again. Um, they are no longer allowed to do these practices in at least Colorado. So some, I don't want to say some good came from it because you shouldn't have to put the Gorilla Glue in your hair for the warning to come out. Right. You know, you shouldn't have to kill a child to be told not to suffocate children with pillows. But, um... At least, you know, it is now against the law, so hopefully people won't repeat it. They'll just find another way for their ignorance to prevail. Ignorance always prevails, it seems like. That concludes what we have for you today. You can find us on Facebook at Coffee Murder Mystery. You can find us on Twitter at Coffee Murder underscore. Correct. 
If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or contributions, you can email us at coffeemurdermystery at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe. It's really important to us. And also, if you would please give us a five-star rating, it would really help. Stay safe. Remember, evil people are everywhere. Tell somebody you love them. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee, Murder, and Mystery.